Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hello, everybody. Brandon Marcello here, 24-7 Sports. The Pac-12 is going to be an interesting conference to watch this year, especially in the South Division, as you'll see today as we break down our Pac-12 order of finish predictions from our reporters on the ground on the West Coast and on our national team. Let's get right into it. Our voters picked the order of finish in both the North Division and the South Division, along with some superlatives, the Pac-12 champion, Pac-12 player of the year, coach of the year, and game of the year. So let's go through those quickly, and I'll share some of my thoughts. The North Division, no surprise here, Oregon at number one with 97 points, but closely followed behind them is Washington with 90 points. Washington, a team that should have been in the Pac-12 championship last year, but COVID uh, ended their season prematurely. Washington picked up five first-place votes from our reporters. Oregon picked up 12 votes from our reporters. So very close there. Number three is Cal. Number four is Stanford. Number five is Oregon State. And number six is Washington State. Now to the South Division. USC, the overwhelming pick to win the South and face Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game for a second straight year. They got 12 first place votes. But the South Division, we had four teams pick up at least one first place vote, which kind of shows you there's a lot of uncertainty behind USC. Number two is Utah. They had two first place votes. Number three is Arizona State. They also had two first place votes. Number four is UCLA. They had one first place vote. Number five is Colorado. Number six, of course, is Arizona, which no one's expecting much out of. So interesting things there that I have a lot of thoughts on the South Division. Before we break those down, let's get quickly into these superlatives. Pac-12 champion, six people selected Oregon. Five selected USC, three selected Washington, two selected Utah, one selected UCLA. Quite the splits there. Oregon USC, obviously the favorite, but Washington's hanging around. Pac-12 player of the year, Keaton Slovis, quarterback USC, nine votes. Next closest vote getter was Kayvon Thibodeau, the tremendous edge rusher out of Oregon with three votes. Pac-12 coach of the year, this was split. Mario Cristobal at Oregon, four votes. Clay Helton also got four votes out of USC. Jimmy Lake out of Washington also got four votes. And then followed behind though, that three-way tie is Kyle Whittingham at Utah with three votes. And Chip Kelly and Will, Justin Wilcox also picked a vote apiece. Pac-12 game of the year, not much division here. Oregon at Washington, 11 votes. And Oregon at Utah with two votes. And USC at Arizona State with two votes. All right, so let's get down to this breakdown of these predicted order of finish, starting in the North Division. It's going to be between Oregon and Washington. I don't think there's any doubt about that. With Oregon, though, I, I do wonder, my big question mark is with Anthony Brown at quarterback, will he improve as the season goes along? Probably so. But what if that doesn't happen? Do we see five-star freshman Ty Thompson get on the field potentially? 
I think it would take a near disaster for Anthony Brown to be pulled off the field. But if there's some weakness there, I don't think Mario Cristobal will hesitate to put Ty Thompson out there. Just my opinion, because he has talked up Ty Thompson so much over the last year. Um, But this is the most talented roster in the entire Pac-12 including USC. I, I know a lot of people say USC is, but this to me is the most talented roster with Kayvon Thibodeau, CJ Verdell. This is a group that should win the Pac-12 this season. Washington, though, is an interesting pick. Dylan Morris doesn't have a strong arm at quarterback, but he's efficient, and that fits the Washington scheme right now. But I think he continues to develop as going to be a better quarterback at the end of this upcoming season. And the big thing they're going to lean their hat on lay their hat on is is that defense that's that's the best defense in the Pac-12 potentially the entire country no surprise there with Jimmy Lake as the head coach this is a team that's gonna be in the thick of things throughout the season uh third with Cal I'm not too uh hesitant against that pick by our writers my big question is what is that offense gonna look like it dipped a little bit last season is Chase Garber gonna be able to rebound at quarterback I don't know, but that dip last season was very concerning to me. Maybe it was because of COVID issues and just all the off-field distractions, but I was expecting more out of them last season, even though it was an abbreviated year. Stanford, this is where I kind of have some hesitancy just because they've got really a great receiver room despite losing their top two receivers from last season. But I wonder if they're going to hold it all together and whether Tanner McKee McKee is going to be that guy at quarterback. And even then, how do they play? But having said that, they've got a lot of great position groups I just have a big question of quarterback, like with a lot of teams. I think this is a Stanford team that could very well be very, very good, but also could be very, very bad if that quarterback spot just doesn't work out. And uh, some of our writers straight up said this is going to be the worst year for Stanford, even compared to last season. They think the bottom is going to fall out, but we'll see. This is a very divided team uh, among our experts. Oregon State, they get you know Deshaun Fenwick at running back, the South Carolina transfer. Their offensive line is great. I would argue it's maybe number two or three in the conference. But outside that, there's not much. And this is about where they should be. Washington State, quarterback's a big question. Surprise, surprise. More quarterback questions. I'll just say this. If the quarterback ends up being Jarrett Garantano, the transfer from Tennessee, it's going to make me worry. I've seen the guy play quite a bit, and I, I just would make that make me worry. Max Borgie. Just so fun to watch. I think that Washington State team does not finish last this year. I think Oregon State will, but I think Washington State could be in maybe a middle-of-the-road team in the Pac-12 this year. We'll see. South Division, quickly here. USC, you know, it's the most talented roster in the South Division, not the Pac-12. I still think Oregon's up there above them, but they should win the South. Will they? I don't know. The offensive line worries me there, but their defensive line is going to be legit. It might end up being the best in the Pac-12, maybe one of the best top three in the country. They're going to make some noise up front this year on that defensive line, but Keaton Slovis, great quarterback, dipped a little bit last year. I wonder if he has any confidence in offensive line. It's a big question. They should still win the South, though. Utah, is Charlie Brewer going to be the answer at quarterback? The Baylor transfer, this will be the second straight year they're kind of leaning on a transfer at quarterback. If Brewer kind of reverts back to what we saw at Baylor, not last season, but the year before, hey, Utah might very well challenge uh, USC. We'll see. Arizona State, this is the second most talented roster in the South and should finish second and challenge for that spot, top spot. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think there's way too much off the field issues there with the NCAA investigation and the internal investigation to improper recruiting tactics. You know, a team to go one of two ways. I know that just sounds cliche, but when they're under investigation, either the team comes together or it kind of fractures at the first sign of adversity. We'll see how they do early in that schedule. UCLA, I think they're in for a surprise season here. I think Dorian Thompson Robinson may very well be the second best quarterback in the Pac-12. 
He's not a guy that's very been very consistent, but I think this is the year for him. I think it's a breakout year. He's got Kyle Phillips at receiver. I like UCLA this season. Watch out for them. Colorado, again, what will the quarterback play look like? The defense is above average. It's a very tough schedule. I think they fall off a little bit after that surprising first year under Carl Durrell. Arizona, this is beyond a rebuild for them. This is several years out. Jed Fish, a hire as as the head coach that makes people scratch their heads. But to me, anything's better than Kevin Sumlin. That that was a complete disaster there, as we all know. All right, so what are your thoughts? Go to 247sports.com, lay out your feedback on our message boards, and also make sure you subscribe to the College Football Daily Podcast. I'm Brandon Marcello. See you down the road. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.